Friends, welcome to another podcast brought to you by the Michigan Retailers Association. Today, we're talking integrity printing. Joe Mooney is here. And as I said, my guest on the podcast today, Joe, how are you, my friend? I'm very well, Eric. Thank you for asking, and I hope the same for you. Uh, we are doing awesome today. So yeah, thank you for asking. And it, it is uh, very fun to talk to you because um, as luck would have it, this interview sort of lines up with my uh, wife was asking a whole bunch of questions the other day about the Gutenberg printing press and the printing of the Bible. And I'm like, this is fun because I'm about to talk to a printer about the art that they do. And so can we go back to kind of the beginning of the company and, and kind of how it got its start and what maybe what's going on today? company has been around since 1981, Eric. And um, in 2003, my partner, Kirk Smith, bought the company and it moved it from Rosebush to Claire. And while Gutenberg did a wonderful job with the Bible, our niche in the printing industry is very small. The founders of the company decided that instead of trying to be everything to everybody, they saw an opportunity in the market to just print receipts. Advertising at the time was kind of expensive per impression. So the back of a receipt roll is a blank billboard, if you will. Okay. Yes. Yes. So they became very good at a very small part of the market. But receipt rolls in the 80s when they started weren't on thermal paper. As we moved to thermal paper where the image is burned in, your receipts actually burned into the top. That kind of changed the game a little bit. And it got harder and harder to print. So there are very few of us left in the world because it's a roll-to-roll -roll print. You can't stop the press to get things in registration. You're using a timing light. Uh, the men and women that run our presses are really artists. So um, because things are hard, less and less people do it. That's incredible. That's totally incredible. So how did your relationship with the MRA, because obviously they are using the, the billboard facility that you guys offer in, in the thermal paper, but how did that relationship come about? Oh, I, um, I met the people at the MRA at a grocery store or a grocery store at a grocery show in Northern Michigan. And they asked what we did and they, they have a service that the MRA, by the way, is phenomenal. If you haven't had an opportunity to spend time with them, they offer a service to members like us because we're a member as well that you can process your credit cards through a POS system. And not only are their rates really good, their service is phenomenal. And one of the things they offer are receipt rolls. So the MRA being actually the best retailer association in the country, Michigan is the standard. If you don't believe me, you can go out and check. <laughs> they said, uh, hey, we're gonna use that space. So. The buy nearby campaign was just getting kicked off, and the two went together. And um, we love the we love the people at the MRA. We love being a member, so we kind of take special care of them. There's no kind of we do, yeah. <laughs> and you know, and it and it shows. And let's talk about the industry. Like you said, there's not very many of you left in the world. What you do is very difficult. Um, what is the last, let's just, you know, let's go to the before time, you know, 2019 to right now, what has this been for your business? What's this been like? Well, at the start of the pandemic, we were no different than any other company. 
we were scared. We hadn't anything figured out. We had two months where our business just bottomed out. We were about 50% of our top line and about uh, 75% of our bottom line was gone, but something happened, right? Because we supply to hospitals and grocery stores, we were deemed that we had to stay open. But what happened at grocery stores? We all went and bought toilet paper nine times a week. So our, the re number of receipts that were being used started to go up. So our business started to grow. And then the other thing that happened during the pandemic is supply chain issues made everybody slow. We got lucky, Eric. I, could, I wish I could tell you that I was so smart that I figured something out. I didn't. <laughs> I, I had an opportunity. I acted on the opportunity. So we never ran out of paper. We never ran out of ink. We never ran out of cores. And some of our competitors did, right? So that business came our way as well. Well, we've been able to thank the Lord, retain many of those customers. And on top of that, I think the you said secret sauce. Um, we print what is considered artwork. Oh that's wow! For, that's for the Butterfly House in New York, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so uh, in a space that's so small, we're able to print with such precision and high quality that we our customers come back more and more and more and not only do we do branding like that we do branding like we do for the mra is that the pink, pony? Yeah. the pink pony everybody yep. in michigan has been there um and then we do things like this for the country of canada this is for their library system wow they so what what are room. what are what is what is what's the receipt for? It, you said the library system. Like, what's the receipt? Just checking the book out. It comes out on the other side. Yeah. Yes, exactly. But they have a, a whole promotional series on these uh, fictitious superheroes. Up until my favorite, the superhero dog. <laughs> and then you know, and the, everybody's familiar with this, right? That type of coupon. Yep. And the grocery store, and. That's also another thing that makes this interesting, this industry really cool is um, electronic impressions. If you're buying SEO, the prices continue to just keep going up, right? Yep. Yeah. And our prices continue to keep going down. The price per impression on the back of a receipt is literally a hundredth of an electronic. Now, this gets into the whole demographic of my kids saying, hey, dad, I never take a receipt. So that was affecting our market, Eric. The number of receipts were dropping. But then if you guys remember the target hack of 2018, yep. most people don't know where that came from. Do you have any idea where that came from? If I remember correctly, the only detail I remember is it has something to do with an HVAC technician having access to something. But you can kind of fill in the details for me. Actually, I brought proof. This was the contest. This is the actual contrast. Hack the e-receipt. Oh, wow. The winner of the contest got 5,000 euros. And the e-receipt format happens just be an open programming format, and it's rather easy to hack. And people are starting to figure that out. Even the younger demographic is coming back to paper. Tough to hack paper. And by the way, we understand very well there's wonderful companies like 
Square and Clover, to name a few, and our friends at uh, MRA, they make sure that they're using a format that can't be hacked. There's just too many out there that can. So when we're dealing with e-receipts, is there something that the the customer can kind of like be on the lookout for that maybe they should avoid, right? Like an, an interaction with a cashier or something? Yeah, that's a great question, Eric. Uh, one of the things that if you have an older system, the the person that's processing your order is going to ask you for your email. And if they don't enter it right, your purchase and the last four digits of your credit card are going to somebody else. I have actually had that happen to me. Last name's Mooney. They typed in money. There is a J money on at uh, uh, gmail.com. I wish that was my last name, but it right. went to the wrong person. And that happens more than we like. So you want to be able to enter it in yourself. Last thing on this, uh, especially around the holiday season, the kids they hire are incentivized to get your email address. Um, so they get paid for usually every 300 or every 200 email addresses they collect. So you know, the artwork that you just showed me is incredible. What is, so let's go to the, the butterfly house in New York. Like how is that relation? Do they send you the artwork? Do you guys work together? And, and what is the limit? Is there a limit to the, cause that seems really detailed. Like, is there a limit to what you guys can print on the back of a receipt? There's no limit to the detail or the artwork we can print. We use a four color process. We use older presses that are hard to use. For all the people in the printing industry, we're offset. We use UV inks. We do everything the hard way because the end results are phenomenal, right? And again, no shot at digital. Um, sure. Yeah, yeah, totally. Digital, digital technology for printing is getting to the point where it, it's as good, just it's very expensive. So, so we can print anything. And Eric, the other things that we do that are pretty cool, um, and this won't translate, we do security on the back of a receipt. And what I mean by that is if you're checking out of a casino and you get your little piece of paper, yep. those were being hacked and copied at home. People would walk in and go, oh, look, I won $5,000. So the casinos now have us put in UV. You can't see it, it's there, but when you turn it in, they flash it with a flashlight, right? We can do watermelons, we can do thermochromatic ink, like your cores can the mountains yep. turn yeah. red and blue yes. yeah yeah so we do stuff like that from the security side so that's another really niche part of our market where we help people protect themselves from the forces of evil like hulk behind you we're like the hulk <laughs> of the printing industry you, you certainly are which leads me to the other question is let me ask a question about you. What is what is your journey? Because you are clearly brilliant in this space. You under you on well, you do. I mean, like you've been talking for ten minutes about just a lot of nuance in strategy and marketing and consumer sentiment and all of that stuff. And I, I wonder, kind of, before you sat in this chair this morning to talk to me, like, what is that journey to get here? Where where were you before integrity? And kind of, what has that journey been like for you? Well, first of all, I'm flattered and I've got you fooled. My family tree's a wreath. I'm not, I'm certainly not brilliant. Uh, um, I was born in Detroit, raised in Saginaw. Um, I worked for UPS for 25 years in various jobs, everything from sales, marketing operations, IE. UPS was really good to me, Eric. They rounded me out. Um, somebody there had faith in me. I had a mentor who made sure I was raised well. 
Uh, I was then fortunate to work for Marshall, Marshall Distributing out in Cass City. That company was sold to Western Power Sports. And then uh, I came here to Integrity Printing. And I'm really blessed because currently I also run Integrity Fab and Machine in Brackenridge. Um, the owner of these businesses owns them both. So um, I, I didn't do it, man. It's not me. It's everybody else. I mostly just try to get out of my own way. Can you maybe put some form and function around the importance of having a mentor as you're going through your career? Oh, man. Uh, probably with probably I can't without crying, Eric, but um, to get super philosophical, Nietzsche said that we are what we were when, right? And we, we all get set on a path. Unfortunately, my father died when I was seven years old and my mom's brother said, hey, there's something in this kid and he put me under his wing. World War uh, II vet in the first duck on uh, Omaha Beach, Normandy. So a wow. special human being, right? Yeah, for sure. And he's a big influence. Then I get to UPS and I had two gentlemen um, that decided that they would invest in me. And the first one's name was Jerry Carey. Jerry's uh, also a Detroit native, worked all over the world for UPS. And his family is my family. But the lesson there about having a, a mentor is it's someone that's willing to take the time to go the extra mile to invest in you. I wouldn't have any success in my life if it wasn't for my beautiful mother, my uncle John, Jerry Carey. But that list goes on, Eric, man, like the guy across the street, Dr. Harris, for whatever reason, he said, hey, I'm going to teach this kid out of sale and he's going to be part of my family. And I've had just a beautiful life uh, on the water because of that. And I fall off a boat and I sink to the bottom, but I still I still do it. Joe Mooney, this has uh, been absolutely delightful. Uh, Integrity P Printing is the company. The work that you guys are doing is fantastic. If people want to learn more, where where can where should they go? Like find you on the web? Like where, where's the best place to kind of get in touch with Integrity? www.integrityprinting.com. Call anytime, 989-386-9740. Uh, the staff is fantastic. They don't allow me to talk to customers, but I think you can see why. <laughs> All right, Joe. Thanks for the time today. Thank you very much, Eric. I appreciate what you do.